This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. That truck turns over slower than anything I've ever had, but it always starts. The thing is like... <laughs> locomotive, like a steam engine. And, and the whole time, I'm just, I'm mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, just smoke everywhere. Hello, neighborhood. Yeah. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Breaking news! It's another excursion <laughs> update. I don't think it warranted that noise, the, uh, the, the, the breaking news music. Breaking news for me. I'm excited. <laughs> Is it finally level? Uh, it will be. <laughs> I'm not yeah. talking front to back, side to side. <laughs> <laughs> All of it, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, my excursion's... Uh, it's not very level in any direction yeah. at the moment. <laughs> your, your excursion is like a sketchy piece of like land that's like by a marsh. Yeah, that's like you don't fully trust it either to do anything on. <laughs> but it works. But it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This has been Untitled for America's Diesel Podcast, coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere they listen to podcasts. You can find us on the rest searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, we are trying to pump up our Instagram right now. Uh, so if you can, go ahead and give us a follow there. Uh, I run that page, so you're not getting you're not going to get hit with ads. You're not going to get hit with all this other kind of stuff. It's, uh, it's basically like 95% controlled by me, yeah. um, which is kind of cool <laughs> say what we want <laughs> so if you give us a follow there that'd be great uh, also uh, we film these basically uh, almost every wednesday and usually we film two at a time um, but in between episodes or after one that we film 
Uh, we do go live on Instagram. It's usually right around 4.45, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesdays. Um, I usually put out a notice on there and the stories and whatnot, but if you want to catch us on the live, you can do it there. Have a beer with the boys on a Wednesday because hump day who? Uh, Tyler, hit him with reviews. Oh, yeah. Let's keep those reviews coming in, good or bad. But we prefer five-star reviews, <laughs> if you can muster that. Uh, leave a review on any of the platforms Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a sticker to. It looks just like our sweet, screaming, jamming eagle. He's not screaming. He's jamming. I got a present for you. Oh. It's a new cup. Oh, my wife's calling me. Do you answer? Do you not? I don't know. So we we got we got new cups. They look slightly different than the old ones. They're pretty much the same, 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 but not, but different. Hi, babe. We did. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing started a podcast right now. <laughs> Just, he is actually talking to his wife. You can't see it if you're not watching. <laughs> it's on cell phone. Oh, you kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you. <laughs> Better not be on it <laughs> like you are. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> That's how live action you get around here. Yeah. <laughs> and also, when your wife calls you, pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Straight I, up. You saw me kind of like, oh, should I? Should I? I was going to yeah, say you should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't want yeah, to don't jeopardize anything for this weekend. Yeah. I've so. played that game. You don't want to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, if you want to leave a comment on an episode, uh, this is on YouTube. That's probably the best place to have comments on there. Uh, we do have some usual suspects that come on there every time. Uh, but if you want to get a discussion, or a discussion going, that is the best place to do it. Just search America's Diesel Podcast on YouTube. It is on the Diesel Power Products YouTube channel. And we can lead off with the comments there and have a nice little chat. Uh, lastly, if you need parts for your diesel pickup, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. Website is live, obviously, 24-7. we got sales techs on the phone, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. You can hit them up uh, on the telephone or through the website chat. Uh, if you are a podcast listener, which if you're hearing me right now, you are, uh, make sure and let them know that you are a podcast listener when you place the order uh, or in the delivery notes section. If you're placing it online, just put the word podcast in there. I go through and tally them up every couple of days, just kind of uh, – Let's the the guys that sign the checks know that we're not down here just farting around. You know, money makes the world go around, and that's how it works. Uh, lastly, if you are listening to this podcast and you're purchasing parts for your truck and you're not buying them from Diesel Power Products, I'd like to know why. Shoot me an email, shoot me a DM on Instagram, anything like that. Uh, let me know what you're looking for or why you bought it from someone else or something like that. Um, all criticism is welcome. I mean that like fully, hundred percent. Like we're yeah, that uh, we live and die by our customers, and if we can find a way that's like, we may be missing the boat on something, you know. And if you can let us know, I maybe can you're just a jerk. Yeah, I can either tell you, <laughs> hey man, you might think that's a good idea, but actually you're stupid. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, th- seriously, there ha- sometimes there have been customers that have asked me like, hey, how come you don't care this? And I'm like, why don't we? Yeah, Shatter! <laughs> Why do I carry this? <laughs> and then you know what? <laughs> then we do. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like KC Turbos. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was a big one. So are these are these uh, ready to drink out of? I mean, I just took them out of the plastic, so I don't know if you want to wipe them down or anything. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts 
made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have cetan in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per thirty two gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It- along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel and if cetane is just what you're after there's the fuel bomb hellfire which is our straight eight plus cetane enhancer yeah and you guys asked and we brought them back uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there we brought them back for you so now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the f-bomb or four ounces per 32 gallons for the hellfire both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. It's not like anything funky. They, they smell like a metal cup. Yeah. Huh. All right, so let's get into this episode here. We're going to talk about the excursion. If you don't know, you're living under a rock, <laughs> or if you want to hear Tyler fall asleep, uh, I do have... <laughs> Tyler loves 7-3 content. <laughs> that was a really good snore. It was. That was like audio-wise, audio that was very satisfying. You're welcome, yeah, I think. That was good. <laughs> so uh, I, this is my second excursion. Uh, I had an 03 that had super low miles on it. I dumped an absolute ass ton of money into made it super cool. And then sold it. I had to sell it <laughs> till I could buy a house because <laughs> that's how life works. Uh, so this one that I have now is basically the polar opposite. I'd say, I don't know if I'd say polar opposite. It's like a 95% opposite. Uh, I've got an 01 uh, with a lot of miles on it. It is not perfect by any means, but... I like it. It really fits my budget. And honestly, it's been a really good vehicle thus far. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. A few little things here and there, but not a few little things here and there. That it's and it's all stuff that I kind of figured we were gonna get into. Um I kind of told myself I'm gonna let this thing nickel and dime me for, you know, about a year, year and a half, and then go from there. I got a question for you, because the nickel and dime thing, um, I've I've been there. I hated Mm. it. How do you how do you stay so positive? (laughs) When every time you turn around, there's something going on. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's, no, it's yeah, it's a great. That's actually a great question. Um, I I like working on it. Okay. To be honest, I like working on it. For me, it's very easy to work on. It's yeah. a leaf sprung solid axle truck. Yeah. It's barely got any computer on it. Yeah. Um, and it's a big engine. And I I, I don't know. I just I, I feel comfortable working on it. Um. I like being in the garage. But does it ever get to the point where, like, come on, like, just give me like a month? I mean, I I know it hasn't been that bad. Yeah, but <clears throat> well, the there are a lot of things because I, I I like maintenance. You know, we all know oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I like maintenance. A lot of the stuff I've been doing is pre- preventative. Is preventative it, maintenance. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's it's also just the big picture of it. And this is like after a big conversation I had with my wife when we were deciding what vehicle to get. Yeah. Much like when I talked to you and you were like, why don't you just buy another excursion? You, you're talking about <laughs> everything. You're, you're basically like, you need an excursion, but you're not willing to admit that you want to buy another one. Yeah. It's I'm like, like damn so it, you're I, right. I want something to drink, but gosh, I just really don't know. I kind of want it like a little hoppy, cold, definitely cold, yeah. in a cup. Uh, alcohol content. Uh, alcohol content around like five or six. Yeah. It's like, I'm, ben, I'm, it sounds like you're just describing a beer right now. Yeah. Am I? Nah. Am I? 
I was kind of thinking a seltzer. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, a freaking beer. Be a man. My mouth is really dry, <laughs> and uh, my taste buds are totally fried. I just yeah. need something flavorless and wet to yeah. drink. Uh, uh, water? You need a saltine. You need water. <laughs> no, not water. Ew. That sounds terrible. I don't need that. Yeah. But uh, it's it basically came down to the point where it was time to buy another vehicle, and... I, it was a conversation my wife and I probably had ongoing for a couple months. And it got to the point where she's like, you know, you're never going to be happy unless you have an excursion. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of coming to that point as well. I just don't want to put my foot down and say, I have to have an excursion. Again, yeah. yeah. I don't identify as like Mr. Excursion, even though I kind of am, I think sort of unfortunately now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was one of the things where like, you had to sit down and be real with yourself. Like if I, <laughs> If I buy like a, a pimped out, you know, because I was looking at uh, like early 2000s, like Escalades or Denali's or something like that, you know, and have it, you know, nice and maybe put some, you know, a, a leveling kit and like some 33s on it or something like that. Yeah. Maybe put a cam in it, you know, get a little into the gas thing a little bit. And I'll just always be sitting there thinking to myself, like, even if I made a, a really nice Escalade or, you know, Suburban or something like that, I would still be in the back of my head like, excursion's better. Oh yeah, there should be an excursion right now. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm, <coughs> I'm done hunting for the super super nice pristine low mileage one. I'm gonna start because I was looking at Escalades for like thirteen, fourteen grand. Yeah. And then you were like, why don't you just, you know, there are excursions out there for thirteen, fourteen grand. Yeah. Why don't you just buy one? I was like, no, no, I definitely can't find it. In my <laughs> head, I was still thinking I got to find like the hundred thousand mile excursion. Yeah. It's like yeah. no, and then. If so, you know, after I went and looked at one or two, and then around the corner, literally saw it on my lunch, bought it on my lunch, or saw it on the way into work, bought it on my lunch. <laughs> yeah. And it's been, honestly, the, it's never had anything aside from when the batteries died that prevented yeah. me, when some asshole broke out the rear window and stole some shit out of it. Yeah, that was a jerk yeah. move. Um, otherwise, it's never had anything that prevented me from actually, like, starting and driving it. Yeah. Like, I had a caliper hang. Well, smoke well. calp or whatever yeah. honestly i didn't notice it for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know so it's it's one of those things where like I, I i like the process and i feel like i've learned a lot about it um so i don't know i i like being in the garage i like doing stuff fair enough fair enough and you know i i know my wife doesn't listen to these yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna be real with you guys okay <laughs> so uh I have two kids. I got a four-year-old and like a four-month-old, four-and-a-half-month-old. By the time this comes out, she'll probably be about five or six months old. Um, we have no family up here. Our time is very, very thin. We both work full-time. You know, it's you know, if you know the song and dance, if you have kids, you know that. But you know, if, you've, if you've ever lived somewhere where you have like zero family, then you know that the on top of that as well. Like you can't. You know, I'm going to stop you real quick. Mm -hmm. How was that uh, transition with the with your wife going back to work? Because I know she just did that. Yeah, she's on. She's back. Been back to work for three weeks now. Um, I'd say the hardest thing is like the shuffle we would do after work to get the kids in bed yeah. is now like th there's no absolutely no free time. Like yeah. not that it was free time before, but like you could kind of like, you know, decompress for five minutes and then go back and like, cause it's basically just, you know, one of us handling my son and the other one handling the stuff around the house. Yeah. Now it's like it, we have two humans to handle and one of them could is either one of them's either asleep and <clears throat> needs nothing yeah, or she's awake and everything else that has to be done for that night besides kids screeches to a halt. Yeah. So it's uh it's been a learning curve. 
we got it down pretty good now. The morning routine is a little bit different now too because I was have two two kids to get out the door. Yeah, I got I got kind of a, a quick side tangent real uh-huh. quick. This is completely off topic, but yeah. so you talk about things after work, right? I'd I'd mow my grass after work yesterday, and uh, me and my backyard just we just butt heads. We just, we just don't get along. <laughs> when I want to mow, like the uh, like the I don't know what it is. The grass just grows insanely long in like uh, in like a, a quarter section of my backyard, right? <laughs> Dude, it's super long, and so I'm like, okay. I, I was looking. I was in the market for a new mower. Mm-hmm. Okay, prices on mowers ridiculous. I have a little oh, yeah. Toro, the same Toro you have, same horsepower. Everything. Love that thing. I hate it. <laughs> well, for <laughs> your yard, it. yes, I get. I hate right. it. Yeah. I hate it. And so I'm like, okay. And I, I bought a new blade for it last year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna pull the blade off. I'm just gonna get it sharp as shit, and I'm gonna go at it again. Well, I, so I don't have like a grinder, or like a uh, you know, I just have like a Dremel. Mm-hmm. And I know people are going to give me shit about tools selection. Why'd you do it this way? Okay. I thought this is pretty inventive. Inventive. Okay. What I do have is a sawzall. And I do have a file. <laughs> so what I did was I took, I took my a sawzall blade that was toasted and I duct taped it. Uh, t- duct taped my uh, mm-hmm. uh, file to the sawzall blade, dude. <laughs> dude, I sharpened that thing. It was like a knife edge, dude. It was like perfect. <laughs> And so I'm like kind of jacked, like, hey, I've got this sweet file, <laughs> like sharpener, right? I'm like, cool, we're great. Throw it on there to go mow. I will admit it, it, it cut better, but God, I hate that freaking lawnmower, dude. It doesn't beg uh-huh. for junk. It, I will say, even my yard, I can still fill the bag twice with my yard. Dude, it's ridiculous. A small freaking yard. It just, it just refuses to throw the grass in the bag. Mm-hmm. Like it just piles up, and then it, you could just. <laughs> I'll go like two feet. <laughs> grass goes everywhere. Dude, I stopped probably forty or fifty times. Like it, that would piss me dude, off. Dude, I'm so angry about it. I'm yeah. like, this year I'm gonna mow it when it's just a little bit bigger. Like, <laughs> just I'm gonna be on it. Yeah, I probably won't. <laughs> I need to get my rider back yeah. up and go on my international. Get yeah. my tractor back up. <laughs> that thing was badass. <laughs> thing it was is bad. badass. You just gotta get that thing running again. I know. <laughs> Anyways, back to your excursion yeah. story. Um, Corey really liked my file idea. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it was, dude, it, it actually worked really good. Like I was surprised, and it even had like a, where like I hit like a hard, hard something, so it had like a divot in the blade. So I took my round file, and I almost made like a serration with that, where the divot was. I sharpened that with a round file. I'm like, this is beautiful. Freaking. Send me your send me yeah. your lawnmower blades and I'll sharpen them up for you. <laughs> no balancing. No balancing. No, balancing. no, no. no. Right. Don't have that tool. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah, you put a nail in a stud and hang it there, and if it rolls one way, you know, you gotta take some material off that stud. Yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I you don't know that. You know that shit where we're going. I'm like, yeah. at this point, you know what's crazy? I've left fuel in that lawnmower. All year. It was like a half tank. One pull fired right up. Yeah. It was amazing. Use non-ethanol. That's <laughs> <It was> key. <laughs> key. Yeah. Using non-ethanol fuel. All Anyways, right. back to that excursion yeah. thing you were talking about. So the uh, the whole being in the garage a whole lot. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It is a little bit of mm. uh, forced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tires being dick. <laughs> it is a little bit of uh, uh, forced, I don't know disconnecting time if you will you know it's you know not sitting in front of the tv not trying to find something to do around the house not sitting on your phone 
yeah. you know, working with your hands and being being outside doing stuff. Yeah. Not that I have like, I don't know. I don't do well when there's nothing to do. I got to have something to do. Yeah. I basically have two modes. I either need to like be doing stuff or I completely shut down. Yeah. I will either fall asleep or get drunk in the corner or I need to be like really busy with things. Yeah. And that keeps me busy. Yeah. So, um, but give you guys a little update where we left off last time. So got a little sticky note here. Last time was what? Leveling kit. No, I didn't even talk about leveling kit. Oh. I talked about what uh, what I was planning on doing. Gotcha. Um, so it's got I got, I got a O one excursion. I think I already mentioned that, but it's got like two hundred fifty thousand miles on it. Probably about two forty two. It's got like two fifty three, two fifty. So I had about ten thousand miles. Um, I just recently put uh, new tires on it. Put some uh, the Toyota Open Country AT twos, <coughs> the two eighty five seventy five sixteens, basically the 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 scotch under like the three fifteens. Yeah. So they're like a thirty three point four inch tire. Damn, dude. I know, right? <laughs> I, I really I really didn't want to go any bigger. Like yeah, I, yeah. I I legit like even if you go back to some of the earlier episodes when I first got this thing, like I want I don't want to regear. This thing is the highway vehicle. This thing like I want it to work. It's a minivan of the diesel world. Yes, it's my grand caravan. Yeah. My grand grand, <laughs> it's caravan. Your grand grand caravan. And I will say, since I put those tires on, um I've been tracking like my, my corrected speed with like uh RPM and everything like that. I am literally two grand on the dot at seventy miles an hour. Nice. Well, I was like, that's exactly what I wanted. This thing yeah. at 70 fucking hums. Yeah. Just I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so I got those on there. I dig those. Um, they got an okay look to them. They're they're not quite as aggressive as I usually like a tire, but again, right. this is the road vehicle. Yeah. I even considered putting even more of a highway style tire on there, and I'm glad I didn't. I would have been pissed off. Yeah. You got a good all season grandpa tire on there it is yeah it's the yeah. it's the basically the toyo version of like a bfg all-terrain yeah yeah basically um i talked about it the man it's been a while since i did this but um it is it has the factory rake in there still and yeah. it, it seems like it keeps getting lower and lower and lower <laughs> in the front <laughs> mostly because the leaf springs are sacked out yeah and i originally had told myself i'm not going to put anything on the front end spring wise because at the end of the day I do want to coil swap it. I want to put like a 05 to 07 coil spring front end on there. Yeah. Um, and that'll give me the lift I want, better ride, better turning, better brakes, all that kind of stuff. So I want to put as little money into that axle as possible. Sure. Not being a cheap ass, but also like I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, it needs ball joints. I refuse. Right. Like, no, no, no. I don't know when this swap is going to happen, but right. I just, I know I'm not going to like buy a lift kit for it basically. Right. So I finally got around. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I'll pick the front end up a little bit. It was time for tires. I should probably put a little bit up on there because, like, it, it, if I like pulled into my driveway with the wheel cranked, it had two eighty fives on before. Like, you can see where like it barely touches. Right. Normal driving never touches, but just I was like, well, I'm going a little bit bigger. Probably, you know, so I got some uh, PMF leveling shackles, which uh, I did leveling shackles on my first excursion and fit some three fifteen seventy seventeens, which is an actual proper like thirty five, um, and those rubbed. But I think that was mostly due to the backspacing on the wheel. Um, so I put the tires on and they barely rub. I was like, great. Still fits in my garage. Barely. <laughs> barely. Yeah. Uh, so I put the shackles on there and I like get out in the driveway and like, I'm looking at the passenger side. I'm like sick. I'm measuring between the tire and the wheel well. And I'm like, it's a lot closer than it was before. Yeah. And then I'm out. I, I, I think we drove somewhere I, and I'm looking at the driver's side. I'm like, I must be in a slant. Okay. Didn't even think about it. And I'm looking, I'm like, 
my driver's side is just sitting low. And so I'm measuring, and I know it's not a super accurate measurement of how much lift is on the vehicle, but I'm just trying to measure like the difference between the, the tire and the wheel well. Right. And I was at nearly two inches of difference between the two front wheels. <laughs> Jesus. I was at like a little bit over eight inches of from the top of the tire tread to the wheel well. And I was at like barely six on the driver's side. I was like, well, this thing's sacked. Yeah. So then I started thinking to myself, like, okay, is something broken? Like, what the hell? That's a lot. Yeah, it, 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 that's like, quite a bit. If it was a half uh-huh. inch, I, I, uh, half inch, okay, it's a leaf sprung truck. It's old. You expect like when you slam on your brakes, you feel it like diving. Not really. Not really. It still it still operates pretty well. Yeah. Um. So I was thinking to myself, how am I going to correct this? Well, the only way really to correct it is with a leaf spring. You can't put like an extra shackle in there. You can't lift one side with a spring and just you're just throw, throw one extra leaf yeah. in there <laughs> on <laughs> one side. Just mess everything up. <laughs> and I know everybody is probably screaming at the at the radio right now. That, you know, call Junior at ATS. Call Junior at ATS. He hooks everybody up with leaf springs. Call Junior. I got no problem with ATS. Like it's uh, what is it? American Truck Spring or All Truck Spring or something Ooh. like that. Not ATS Diesel. Different different place. They make leaf springs. And Junior, um, I don't know if he happens to be an excursion guy, but just everybody talks to Junior. He's literally all over the forums. Everybody's like, call Junior at ATS. His number's everywhere. Um, so I went and trolled their website a little bit, and I, I learned a lot more about, like, what code springs do what. And the most popular one is because you can – the excursions from the factory sit lower than the, the trucks do. Yeah. And the excursions only came with one spring rate on the front, whether it's a 5.4, whether it's a V10, a 7.3, or a 6.0. They all came with one, uh, it's like a, a 1980 pound spring. I forgot what code it is. I know I just said I don't know the codes. I totally forgot the code. I want to say it's a U code. I want to say something like that. Sure. We'll go with that. Um, but so like if I were to get the leaf springs off of a 5.4, they'd be the same damn springs. Yeah. Um, do I, did I want to actually pay for a new set of leaf springs on the front? Not really. Because buying them from ATS, which again, I got no problem with them, but like I didn't really feel like spending you know, nearly 500 bucks on leaf springs for the front. Like, I don't want to do that. So I tried the cheap-ass route. I uh, I found – or uh, the, the code that everybody wants is the V-code springs. That's basically the springs for the 7.3 in the F-250. Okay. And that will basically lift it up and make it level with – just about level with a stalker rear on excursions. Okay, that's what I want because I don't want to go any taller in the rear. I can barely fit in my garage as it is. Um. And I want it to look weird. I, just, I, just, I only want to with one axle at the moment. Right. So I start trying to hunt down some V-code springs. I was trying to find used ones. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. And then I find a wrecked, I think it was, it was a 5.4 excursion with like 150,000 miles or something like that on it at a wrecking yard around here. And I could get a set of lease springs from that for like 170 bucks. Delivered. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'll give that a shot. It's it's they're less money, like all sorts of kind of stuff. Well, I got them. I put one spring on the driver's side. It it like helped a little bit. It helped like I don't know quarter inch, or quarter something. inch, yeah. maybe half <laughs> inch. Um, so I was like, shit. Well, I guess just. And then I I also went through as well. I'm like, okay, is there something bent? Is there something I'm not seeing? Is there something going on? I went in there. I sat under that truck with a tape measure for probably 45 minutes, just measuring, comparing things. I, I took the sway bar off and I shook the truck. You know, it didn't do anything. I drove the truck with the bolts loose and then tightened them back up after I drove it, like to resettle and nothing changed. Yeah. So something's just too heavy. Whatever. So 
I ended up caving and buying V coat springs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but and I'm gonna go on a I'm going on a limb here for you guys. Did I call Junior at ATS? No, I didn't. No. Did I go to the other website that everybody always goes to is a SD Springs or SD Truck Springs Super Duty or uh, something Springs? Um, no, I didn't go there either. Check this out. Okay. So keep in mind, like I'm on this side of the counter. Like I'm trying to find, you know, my best cost right. on Springs. I'm not going to divulge what my best cost is because that's, you know, wholesaler cost. Yeah. But, um, at the end of the day, like if I were to buy from Junior, I don't get a discount from him. Right. So I'm trying to find something that I can buy through Diesel Power Products that we may not have listed on the website, but I can find. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this but Dorman makes leaf springs. Problem solver series. <laughs> Dorman makes fucking leaf springs, man. They make all the codes. <laughs> uh, we were joking about it. We are like, what if we attempted to build an entire truck with all Dorman parts? You nearly could. You nearly could build an entire truck with Dorman parts. If you want to, like, you always think, like, okay, Dorman <laughs> makes all these, like, little random pieces for my whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Next time you have a minute. Go to Dorman's website. Like, yeah. actually, not a retailer, but go to Dorman's website. They have a ve- your make and model selection on there, and put your vehicle on there, and you will be like, <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god! There's everything from like volume knobs for the stock stereo to freaking leaf springs, I, all it, of it. It wouldn't surprise me if they had like complete frames. Like, <laughs> there were might. there were frame sections. There were frame repair <laughs> like frame section repair kits. All the repair kits. There's spring Dude, I'm hangers. Not joking. How There's hilarious! Buckets. Like. What kind of truck is that? Looks like a Ford. No, it's Dorman. <laughs> it's actually 69% Dorman. It's a Dorman Problem Solver Series truck. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all... I was absolutely amazed. So I... Uh, and obviously we get discounts. And I will say, Dorman, uh, if you don't know how, how Dorman operates, um, they do a lot of rebranding, which is not necessarily sure. wrong. They do make a lot of their own parts, but they also do... They like to acquire companies and then they go under the Dorman name yeah um well, so when they're manufacturing anything from uh, a sensor to a body panel to a fucking leaf spring to a leaf spring <laughs> to like that they would have one hell of a manufacturing yeah. manufacturing plant like that'd be a logistical nightmare <laughs> oh my god um so yeah i ordered a set of uh Dorman v code leaf springs um they should be here like they're supposed to ship out on or before this Friday. So when they get here, I'm going to throw them on. And uh, sure. hopefully that'll get them where I need to go. Yeah. Um, if for some reason, because at this point I have my stock shackles and I have these PMF shackles. Um, if the front end is still not tall enough compared to the rear end, I am considering, and I got to take some measurements once I got the PMF shackles off. But uh, I have a feeling if I do V codes and PMF shackle or the leveling shackles, definitely going to be nose high in the front yeah so i may end up and I, again i gotta take measurements to make sure there's enough meat on the, the leveling shackle uh drill another hole in there um so it, it'd be somewhere in, it'd be like a one inch basically yeah. le- leveling shackle in there yeah and kind of go from there and just kind of see what yeah. happens you know I, i'm i can't i'm probably gonna jinx myself here but like i can't imagine it getting worse what if it doesn't change at all <laughs> then what if it doesn't change the height or the the disparity. The yeah, the, the the disparity. The disparity. I'm gonna. I don't know. I mean, at, at that point, I would have to assume that the, the the like the freaking frame is bent or something like that. You know, 
something bad. But the other side of that is like, there's no accident on the Carfax. I know Carfax doesn't actually show everything, right? Right. But it doesn't show that it was in like a. Huge... Doesn't track weird. It doesn't. No, it, it, it tracks tires. beautifully. Yeah. Like e- even with it with it right now yeah. leaning to one side, it actually it tracks really well. Yeah. Um. So I, I and that's what also leads me to like, I feel like it just has to be that. Yeah. Um. Or maybe there's something I'm just not taking into account. Like, you know, maybe something's broken that I can't find yet. And as I keep digging into it, I'll find it. But um, if I can at least, if it's, if I can decrease the amount of left to right difference and level with the rear, I'll be okay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting the world, but I just want an improvement. Yeah. I guess because I fully understand this is like a quarter million mile leaf sprung vehicle. Right. Shit has moved around. <laughs> it's shifted. Wore out. It's worn yeah. out. Like. Yeah. I I do. I have a hankering that it does have to do with the bushings, though. Um, Because I have noticed since I did put that older leaf spring on, and the leaf spring that I got on the, the older, the not the older one, but the uh, the wrecked excursion, um, it definitely did have a lot more, like, road grime, rust, kind of rot on there. The bushings were definitely not as uh, good a shape as, as the one I took off. Yeah. Um, and when I took the one off of, the excursion i could tell the bushings were a little tatered like yeah. they were old and so i have and once i put that one on i am noticing like that it's there's a clunk a very very small clunk and it's only on the driver's side gotcha so i got a feeling that and i double checked all my bolts checked double checked all my u-bolts all other kind of shit um you know and the, the pins seated on the leaf spring perch i checked that you know it's, it's not my first road of leaf springs right right um I'm not saying i'm an expert by any means but like i know what to look for yeah um Everything seems fine, um, so I just I'm I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, and well, me too. I hope it I hope it levels out. Yeah, hopefully. Other stuff I've got going on. Oh uh, yeah, let's see here. I put new batteries in it. Woohoo! Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't sound super exciting. <laughs> put Odyssey Extremes. Yeah, most badass batteries <laughs> on the planet. We don't even sell them, <clears throat> but they are like. If you need batteries. I wouldn't mind having a battery sponsor for the podcast. And if we did, it's definitely not Odyssey because they're not going to sponsor us. I don't give a shit about this. Yeah. I, <laughs> batteries are, are one thing that I, I say I, I, I still kind of overlook a little bit mm. on things, which I, I should probably learn my lesson. Um, I, the, the only thing I've ever put like badass batteries in was in a boat that mm. had four of them. So I did AMG, these badass AMG batteries with a new mm. charger and everything. And that like changed my whole boating. Was it? A- a- AGM? AGM, sorry, not right. AMG. Right. That's Mercedes. <laughs> but they're basically the AMG of batteries. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I, I did look to go budget-wise on it. And I know we're probably going to get some, you know, Jim Lawrence probably going to chime in and be like, oh, you know, there's only three people that actually make batteries for everybody. They just make them different qualities. If you buy this one, it's actually this one. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a different brand. I get that, okay? I fucking know. <laughs> like, I, I, I get it. Same thing with like snowboards and skateboards and stuff like that. Like yeah. it's, I used to get into this with my friends because they'd be like, "Oh, I only ride this." But like you realize that like there's only three people that manufacture freaking different snowboard logos. decks. Yeah, like they just they have they have different you know, different graphics on them. Like Tom Maybe. at the board pressing place presses together all of them. Yeah. Okay. Like relax. Yeah. Um. So the. Oh man. Am I gonna sneeze? Nope, not yet. Not today, sneeze. <laughs> Maybe later. 
Oops, I kind of spit on Joe Biden's back. <laughs> there's a there's a visual that you don't want to have. <laughs> That's it. Oof. Oh, sorry, bud. Go <laughs> sorry. to sleep. Go to sorry, sleep. Guy. Go to sleep. Um, so I do look at budget wise, and because um, I have a Costco membership, first thing I do is go to Costco, uh, and they, they, you can get like an AGM Interstate battery. Yeah. Um, but they're like two hundred and forty bucks or two thirty nine a piece, and they didn't have them on hand at the one here. Do you know what's funny about that? <clears throat> so a full size battery for a vehicle mm-hmm. is that price, right? For my side by side, small little little battery, same price. How is that possible? <laughs> How is that possible? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that would be irritating. This is very irritating. There's like a, a AGM battery for my side by sides, like two hundred and thirty dollars, and you're telling me there's an AGM battery for a vehicle that's like three times the size. Yeah, it's a Group Six for the same price. That's a big freaking battery. <laughs> yeah, freaking ridiculous. Anyways, uh, that's yes. all I got for this episode. Is this tangent? <laughs> so I'm just. <laughs> so I decided I was like, well, they don't have them, so I called our. Our local battery, battery surplus, battery, battery solutions, battery solutions, battery systems, systems, battery systems, um, <laughs> and they they obviously help us out a little bit with pricing, but it's not enough for us to actually sell them. Yeah, and I had Odyssey Extremes in the uh, excursion, the first excursion. I'm I'm sorry, I had him in the red truck, and I pulled him out of the red truck and put him in the excursion. Yeah, um, that's how good these batteries are. If you've got a seven three, it turns over slow or something like that. Odyssey Extremes, like glow plugs, whatever, they don't care. Yeah. They are hot batteries. Uh, I will say though, for the blue truck, when it comes time for that one's, that's getting the old freaking Amazon Walmart specials. <laughs> the, it's not getting the old AGMs. refurbed RV. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nothing's getting the, marine the, grade. Yeah, <laughs> like deep cycle batteries. I've got about eighty dollars for two batteries. What can you give me? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's gonna get. Yeah. Um, but uh, that also led me to I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing some, probably some military style terminals on there. Um, I probably should get a full battery cable kit. Um, uh, but Upon inspection, it looks like they're all in good shape. I just the terminals are a little bit mismatched and they're kind of wiggly, jiggly, and they're old. You know, they've been put oh, on yeah. and off a bunch of times. Um, so I'm going to order a uh, a set of military terminals for both trucks. I'm going to finally get away from the C clamp on, yeah. the, uh, on Aww, the blue truck. That's kind of sad. Maybe I'll do all of them, but that one. I think you should. I think you should like powder coat that C clamp <laughs> and like make it look nice. <laughs> if you guys don't know my my blue truck, <laughs> my OBS literally has a C clamp. That was on there when I bought it, holding one of the battery terminals on. Still there. I've taken it on and off like 10 times. Still works. Works great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that thing turns over slower than any. Just drill yourself a little set screw hole and thread it and then put a little set screw on there so it never goes loose on you. And it's like, that is, that's what's holding my cables. <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. Yes. That truck turns over slower than anything I've ever had, but it always starts. <laughs> the thing is like, locomotive like a steam engine. And and the whole time I'm just I'm mad at. Yeah. Just smoke everywhere. Hello neighborhood. Yeah. I'm back. Uh so I'm gonna be doing those. Uh also when I had the Pro tip, if you're doing leaf springs on an excursion or basically any leaf sprung pickup like that, just take the front bumper off. There's a whole bunch of people that I've written tutorials of like, oh, you got to get in there with your bracket, and it's really hard to get to. The front bumper is literally six bolts. Yeah. I take took it I put it on and took it off myself. Yeah. Okay? Uh, just take the front bumper off. It'll be ways or access stuff. Um, but while I had the bumper off, I also took my grill off. You'll love this one. 
did the old Zudad mod. The Zudad mod. It's called a Zudad. Is that what it's actually called? Yeah, you can Google it. It's called Zudad. So the <laughs> Q non forward guys just slapping themselves in the forward with their palm right now. Zudad. Zudad. Oh my god, it even pulled up. Yep. <laughs> so on the seven three excursions. Freaking power stroke guys. Yeah. God. Uh, where the intake is, it basically it pulls from the grill, but then it has like an air dam in there to pull from the headlight. So you, you cut a hole in the grill that allows the air to flow straight to the intake, kind of like mm-hmm. ram air. Yep. Kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. So I cu- cut <laughs> that little. Zoodad mod. Cut, I don't know who called it a Zoodad. I don't know why it is, but I did that. Um, just because it was in my face there and open, and I happened to have a uh, uh, Dremel tool. Not a Dremel tool. A uh, was it the oscillating tool? Multi tool. So I just cut that thing out. It was good to go there. Um, also, I think last time since we talked, uh, I do have gearhead tuning on it now. Uh, took the old antiquated, very, very old, like literally version 1.0 edge to do the attitude off of it. Um, I think I mentioned here on the previous podcast, but like I, I looked up the version that was on there. It's literally version one. Save um, that thing. That's like a oh, relic. I, I boxed it up. I, I taped which sensor goes to where and all that kind of stuff. I, I got boxed. Yeah. It's I don't, I don't know why I kept it. Maybe I like it, maybe it'll be like the old school Nintendos where they're like worth money now. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Maybe some guys like I. I'm trying to restore my truck back to my original build. Yeah, I need that tuner. Like you, you look back like thousand dollars. <laughs> my screen's broken on my my old edge. I'll pay anything for a new screen. Uh, <laughs> would you pay five hundred dollars? Yes, you can have the whole thing, my yeah. friend. <laughs> Cash only. Seriously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got gearhead tunes on there now. Um, thing operates a hell of a lot better. Uh, nothing against edge tuning. It's just it's super antiquated, super old. It was version 1.0 from like 2002. So tuning has come a long way, especially transmission tuning. Yeah. Um, and the fact that the, the juice of attitude at that point, never it doesn't even touch the OBD2 port. It's just fooling sensors. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that can be done when you actually change the tuning of the vehicle, like injector pulse width and shifting, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Shout out to Gearhead. They always, I've, I've put them on pretty much every excursion I've had, or every 7.3 I've had. And I've, I, Every time I put them on there, I'm like, God, why the hell did I do this sooner? Yeah. Like, I suck. Um, What else? Shit, that was it. That's all I've okay. done in the excursion. I got, I got two things. So yeah. <clears throat> I do think uh, in the near future, I think I'm going to do some calibrated power tuning on my truck. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> There's an easy link sitting in my office that was taken off of the Raptor. I would obviously clear it with, with the actual owner of that, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> see if I could see if I could borrow that <laughs> for a little bit. Hell yeah. Um, I already talked to calibrated power on it. I, I'm more actually jacked for transmission tuning. The TCM anything, tuning. Yes. Or anything else. And you'll find out why on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'll, you'll see. Yeah. Um, but uh, why are you giving me that look over there? Oh. He's just a, <laughs> just side note: the we're, we're going. We got a little bit of a uh, boys a, weekend. A DPP boys weekend. Um, we we planned it basically in like in February because I could tell I could I know I was we're all a little bit strung out. Just a lot of us. Oh yeah, you just had your baby. We you know yeah. I think it's a good uh you know team team building. We're gonna call it. Yeah. <laughs> so team building. But yeah, yeah it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. What's on the agenda? Uh. Drinking and falling down. Yeah, and, and a, a little, little, bit little, little bit of fishing. A little bit of fishing. Fishing, yeah. eating. Dude, I, I, I told Ben, I'm, I've got one of these Packer poles. Like, it's from Emrod. They're actually made. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually made in, uh, like, Coeur d'Alene. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sold them on our old off-road site that when it was tied with diesel. They're Packer poles, so they're meant to, be, like, throw in your backpack when mm-hmm. you're up in the woods to go fishing in little fishing holes or whatnot. That's going to be my primary fishing pole. <laughs> 
dude, it's it's I kid you not, a foot and a half long. Like it's like the handle nothing. is is longer. You don't have nothing. Yeah. I can give you. A, I got an extra fishing pole. You can. Right, right. I was gonna use a fucking stick. Okay. Or we can make one. We can make. Honestly, you guys, I, you guys I, funny. I, last time I went like like actual. Well, I actually shouldn't say that. There was a time where we I went fishing with my brother at a, a lake called Bear Lake. Mm-hmm. What you know where Bear Lake at? Mm-hmm. It's a like a man-made lake, just north of Spokane. Small little lake. It's like basically meant for kids. Um, but uh, <laughs> we went out. I, I this is actually I think the last time I went fishing with my brother. I think I don't know. Anyways, we're sitting on the dock. My brother's got like an actual pole. I just bust out a just a a, a spool of fishing line and I tied a hook to it. I don't even remember what I put on there. If it was a worm or an actual lure. Dude, I threw it out there right out of the dock. I pulled up like a bass, probably about a, I don't know, 10, 12-inch bass right from the dock. I was like the only one to catch something. <laughs> just, whoop, just reeled her right in. I didn't even have a fishing license. I was like 14 years old, 15 years old. It was awesome. But yeah. That fish was probably looking at all the hooks like, look at all these jokers. Look at like, this. What's this right here? Like, my life is shit. Yeah. Look at all these hooks. Look at these people trying. Look at that asshole. Yeah, what's this one? I'll give him one. Yeah. Hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's going to be a good time. I'm excited for it um, with our toy hauler. And I actually was going to bring up a, another thing of how important it is setting up your hitch. I don't know if I talked about this. In a, I don't. I always forget. I have the memory of a housefly. Um, setting up your hitch <laughs> for towing. Because mm-hmm. we went, uh, did I talk about this when I went down to Juniper with the windstorm? No. Oh, no. No. Okay. Not on the podcast. Okay. So when we uh, we went, this was like two weeks, three weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Southern Washington, uh, like Pasco area, Tri Cities area, that's what they call it. There's three cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's sand dunes down there called Juniper Dunes, um, and we were leaving on a Friday, um, uh, Friday evening. Uh, super bad windstorm came through. Like it was. I mean, it was it was it was bad, and I've got the side by side in the toy hauler, which this is the 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 only thing I don't like about our toy hauler. I love everything about it. Like it's a it, the side by side fits one way. <laughs> uh, it has everything that we need. It's great. Mm-hmm. It tows nice, um, but I can't back in the side by side, which kills me because yeah. I, the, the the weight distribution of your trailer, right? So all the all the weight on the side by side is. It is in the ass. That's where the engine is. That's where, mm-hmm. that's where all the weight is, right? So I can only pull in. Um, so all the weight is on the back, you know, five feet of that trailer, which sucks. I mean, I do have tanks and and some other things up front to kind of counteract that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I picked up the trailer, the, the hitch was already kind of set, and when I pulled it in front of the house, I always look and see how the on level ground, if the you know trailer is nose high, if it's you know what I what do I need to do? Well, it, it was you know fine, right? When I when nothing was in it, I was like, okay, sweet, this is great. Like I don't have to adjust the hitch at all. Well, pull the side by side. I had never. This is my first time towing with the side by side in the trailer, mm-hmm. and so we 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 take off. Wind, we get on the freeway. <laughs> the wind is just kicking us around like super bad. Like I'm watching the guy in front of me, which is my buddy, um, and he's got a little bit longer. Um, toy hauler and I'm watching the wind whip him around and it's whipping me around and I'm like man this sucks like I need way more tongue weight like this is this is no good mm-hmm. um, I remember hitting uh, we were cresting a hill and uh, you go under an underpass and then you go down a hill 
uh, as soon as I crested that hilltop and it was starting to go down, dude, the trailer started doing the whipping thing that you see on those videos where everybody crashes. Mm-hmm. I was kind of, dude, it, white knuckle. I, I reached down, grabbed my trailer brakes. And this is a little trick if you guys don't know that. If you have a trailer that's kind of weighed, jacked up, uh, if it starts moving on you, just go down your brake controller and tap the brakes. Pop, 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 pop. It'll straighten right out. Okay. Obviously, it's a Band-Aid for something you need to fix yeah. as far as weight distribution, but that'll save you. Instead of just slamming on your brakes, um, you know, the, the vehicle brakes. Yeah, because um, you're, you're slowing down the truck and the trailer right now. You just want the trailer to, like, drag the – or the – to drag the truck basically exactly yeah so just hit your hit your trailer brakes and that'll that'll straighten you out um so that i can't stress enough how, how important it is to set up your trailers properly because i tell you what that was the most that, that was probably the 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 uh the most unenjoyable towing experience i've ever had mm-hmm. is with that trailer i i dropped the hitch to its lowest point um at the campsite at juniper and towed back, obviously, it was a heck of a lot better because there wasn't any wind. Uh, but still, I, even even now, like I, I, short of me getting a, a, a larger drop on the hitch, which I kind of I don't want to do, but if I have to, I will. I, I you know, I, I, I just I'm, I feel like I'm kind of screwed with with the fact that I can't back that thing in there. Like I have to nose it in. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way around that. Um, so I don't know if you guys got any tricks short of me buying a larger drop hitch let me know <laughs> add, adding more weight to the front you can only around. add so much man yeah. yeah i don't know but it tows it, it it's fine it's manageable it's just not as nice as when i had the side by side on my roof towing my trailer like when there's no side by side you can't feel it at all obviously it's like perfect but mm-hmm. anyways set your set your stuff up right yeah. set it up right the first time <laughs> don't do what taylor did yeah yeah <laughs> or just like maybe i don't know test drive it before a big trip a good idea. It's Tyler's MO. He buys things like a truck or a trailer and immediately yeah. uses them. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no leg time. There's no No. Like we picked up that trailer on thir- or on Wednesday and took off Friday. Yeah. But got like took delivery of your side by side on a Thursday, left on a trip like Saturday. That weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, buy it to use it, man. Exactly. Yeah. It's I think it's I think it's even crazy sands here. I don't, maybe he has taken the trailer he bought for me out. I don't know. I was really jacked. He, he's not coming this weekend, which I'm I'm very sad about because mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to see my old trailer again. But yeah. <clears throat> whatever, man. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. We we'll enough, survive. We have enough beer to fix that. We'll survive. <laughs> I'm a little sketched out about Kyle's picture of the, uh, like, his landing, his pad. Mm-hmm. Looks a little sandy. <laughs> A little. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm sure we will. I'm we sure will. we will. It's a problem that I don't feel like we'll have an issue solving. Yeah. It'd be like, ooh, yeah. a problem. Let's figure it out. Yeah. No, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm not concerned or any. Like, I just noticed it. I was like, oh shit. I hope it doesn't rain and <laughs> this is mud, mud hole. And we're pulling a trailer in my stock truck with my stock wheels and tires on it. <laughs> Because those have about as much traction as a freaking piece of wax paper. This is true. Those things are pretty <laughs> meh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to about wrap this one up. I really appreciate all you guys tuning in. And as always, make sure and check us out on the social medias. And it is time for us to go live. Oh, I guess so. On yeah. the old Instagrams. That's right. Woo-hoo. If you missed the intro, we go live in between or after we film an episode every Wednesday right around 445, 5 o'clock Pacific time. So if you don't follow us on Instagram... One, you're effing up. Two, 
kind of hate you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Do it. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.